Welcome to the Move On Mark Wrestling Podcast with Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, great time is guaranteed. Join the Move On Mark Wrestling Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Lugal Marks Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler, and I've got Jenny along with me. Say hello, Jenny. Hello, everybody. Uh, I do apologize for us not being on last week. Uh, you know, work gets in the way. Uh, we're not getting paid for this, so work gets in the way. And uh, sometimes, it just, it, sometimes it just doesn't work out. But we're back this week, and we appreciate you hanging out with us for this uh, conversation tonight about... Uh, what might be a work and what might not be a work and some other stuff going on. But, uh, Jenny, how was, how was, how have you been since we've last spoken in the uh, podcast realm? Busy, tired, busy, norm. <laughs> understand. Understand. That is, uh, that is, that is my life in a nutshell right now. Working long hours and things like that. But uh, I'm glad to be back doing a podcast and uh hopefully uh you know we're still saying a little prayer for cadillac so you know get well soon but uh so jenny we've had a lot of uh well not so much a lot of news but there you know we've had a couple major things come out over the last couple of days yes last week was uh interesting yeah last week yeah it was it was interesting and uh we had uh, it was it a double or nothing, and MJF he skips out on a meet and greet and 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 he he has a uh, plane ticket. He's got him a plane ticket. He's going home. He's taking his ball and going home. He said the hell with it. Leaving Sin City. Leaving him, getting the hell out of Vegas. But it turns out he didn't leave. He gets gets squashed by Wardlow, and then the next night. Uh, the the Wednesday after comes out and is handed a live mic. He is a disgruntled employee with a live mic. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, absolutely nothing. Nothing could it's go wrong. It's always worked for that. so well in the past. Always, always, always. Well, MJF cuts a, and it, I, I thought it was a very good. I, I thought it was a good, good promo. I ain't, just, I ain't gonna say very good. I'm gonna say good. It wouldn't. It wouldn't want this best. But he I've did. heard top two. Oh my god! That's what I'm seeing all over. Oh there. my god! People no. loved no. it. No, I know people loved it. It's because they felt emotion. They felt raw emotion. They felt how angry he was and things like that. Because MJF is really good like that. But as far as like he made you feel the words he was saying, but as far as like the words he was saying, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't his best. But he did make you feel what he was saying. So you know that's Paul part of it. Uh. But they've been letting stuff, you know, we've known that there's been contract negotiations going on between Tony Khan and MJF. And the first little thing they let slip out was when MJF tweeted, fuck this place, left it up for a few minutes and then deleted it. See, after Wednesday night, there is... See, before then, you kind of you kind of towed the line. Is it really for real, or is it or, or is it just a, a work? Right. Yeah. I've had several debates with people because I mean, I'll admit I didn't watch the show. I can't afford to pay fifty bucks to watch a show. No, I can't either, but I did anyway. 
Well, but you also you watch weekly. You would understand. Yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. pay 50 bucks for a show that I don't watch weekly either. Absolutely, I, I, understand, I understand that. But so I was kind of talking with some people that were watching it because they were. I'm in a little group chat with a couple people, and they were going back and forth about it. So I kind of had to throw in, you know, well, you know, what was going on? And one of them just said it looked like MJF just was not feeling the match, wasn't there. No, didn't want to be there. Didn't really want to be didn't there. look like he wanted to be there. Didn't want to be there. I mean, if I was getting my ass kicked by Wardlow, I wouldn't want to be there either. I'll just be real honest with you. Uh, See, this was before Wednesday came about. Before Wednesday came about, yeah. We had fun kind of throwing out ideas. Well, what if? What if this is real and he wants to get out of AEW and they let him go? Imagine. I mean, this is a huge, huge, mm-hmm. you know falling into the void what if going on right here but it was it was kind of fun to like discuss it what if mjf shows up at hell in the cell yeah does he team with cody or does he stay on the heel side and help seth well that that would be interesting that you know that'd be interesting i think he'd kick cody in the nuts just to be wrong about it right i mean you have to keep him on the heel side and yeah, put him with I seth and that's what seth uses that tool of Hey, I've got this other guy that came from your other company, and he's gonna help me finally beat you in the rubber match. Yeah, I just the idea of it is very intriguing to me, but I know it's not gonna happen. It's just kind of one of those fun like fantasy booking things yeah. to do. Well, I mean, after Wednesday night, I am one hundred percent convinced that it's a total work. Right? Is it? They were working to shoot. Give the disgruntled employee no a microphone. You're not gonna take the person who's pissed off working at McDonald's and give them, you know, the give news platform for yeah. the feel-good piece about how it is to work at McDonald's. No, because no. they're not going to say what you want to say. No. You, you don't do that. And I also, you know, everyone's calling it his pipe bomb. I've never believed in the CM Punk pipe bomb. No, I, n- I never believed in the CM Punk pipe bomb either. And this definitely wasn't a pipe bomb. This was, uh, this was planned out. This was very meticulous. Tony Khan's back there in the back. He, he's got a big smile on his face because this is going so well. And after it was over, he probably, after it was over, MJF goes to the back and he probably gives MJF a high five. <laughs> because this thing is, is uh, they have meticulously laid this thing out for all us marks. Now, the, now the, the, the promo itself, uh, MJF, he, he, there was a lot of truth in his promo. A lot of truth. Especially he how he felt undervalued, and he does. How he, you know, about how us dumbass marks don't know anything, and we don't. And how, you know, he uh, he feels that Tony Khan is a mark, and most of the rest, internet wrestling community feels that Tony Khan is a mark too. I believe didn't he call him a fucking mark? He called him a fucking mark and they bleeped it out. And that's that that when they bleeped out fucking mark, that told me right then and there that it was one hundred percent work. Because they've turned the contract negotiations into an angle. So and and they've laid all this out meticulously. So who is better at keeping secrets than AEW? I mean, I we, mean did we know Miro was coming back? No, no, we did not know Miro was coming back. Uh, uh, unfortunately for AEW, his wife ruined it on Twitter. 
Oh, no. no. Yeah, yeah. His Lana wife. didn't ru- Lana ruined storyline. Lana ruined storyline on Twitter. Never happened. It's never before. happened before. Never happened before. I I was absolutely shocked that C J Perry would would actually fuck up kayfabe. Okay. I'm shocked I, and appalled. Yes, yes. Shocked and appalled that C J Perry would fuck up kayfabe. It's not like they got engaged in a story or during a storyline where they're supposed to be broken up or anything. I right. mean, that that didn't, that didn't happen at all. No, that didn't happen at all. She didn't put pictures on Instagram of that at all. Mm-mm. No. Nope. But she ruined that on Twitter for us. So I knew Miro was coming back after she ruined it on Twitter. But there's been many times that we didn't know that they keep secrets of who they're debuting very well. So that tells me they don't have very many leaks. They don't have very many leaks in that company. So when this stuff is leaking out about MJF's contract negotiations, I'm like, okay, this is probably MJF playing a heel part again. But then you hear more and more of it, and you hear sources from AEW. Uh, Okay, it could be, you know, it could be, there could be people talking on the inside. But then he takes the he, he he skips out on the meet and greet, books the plane flight plane flight to go back home, but ends up doing working the match anyway, and it, and and appears in the match like he doesn't want to be there. Absolutely does not want to be there. He is checked out. If they wanted to keep some realism in this, you needed to have Tony Khan on Twitter. You know, calling him out, saying he needs to hold up his contract obligations, or else he's going to be sued, or just something that would force his hand right. to have showed up for that match. Right. Or right. have him bust his way down to ringside to give this promo on Wednesday, not announce it on Twitter that hey, MJF's going to come out and talk tonight. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great, guys. Like, yeah, no, MJF should MJF should come out of the crowd and and give this promo. Right. Yeah, it's something where he hijacks the show. Hijacks the show and gives this promo. Then that would he, that would give it a much more real feel. But this is but but they take they read uh, Eric Bischoff's book Controversy Creates Cash, and this is exactly what they're doing. They're creating controversy, which in turn is money in the wrestling business. And I think this angle worked for him. Now. Some people's gonna What's see right through. What's the payoff gonna be, though? You know, I don't know what the payoff's gonna be. That's that's what we're gonna have to figure out. Is this right gonna now? Be, there's no payoff. There, right now, there's no payoff. And I think CM Punk was a big part of this. I I think CM Punk was. Uh, I think MJF was gonna go away for a little while. I think that's was part of it. It was part of the negotiations that MJF goes. Oh, what goes away for a little while? And in that time he's away, CM Punk turns heel. And after the negotiations is over, MJF comes back as this anti-hero babyface. So they were going to flip him. Yeah, and they were going to flip him. I think CM Punk's got... I think CM Punk is a huge part of this. I think he is. he has helped them behind the scenes with this whole thing. Because it just, it just feels... This has got this has got CM Punk's feel to it, you know. Uh, but it, it it's it it was uh, it was I didn't like how they went about it on Wednesday. No, it needed something it, else. It needed to, to feel it more real. Because as soon as they announced that, I'm like, oh well, this is 
totally part of the totally, show. Totally, totally bullshit. Total, total bullshit now. This is a, they're working to shoot at this point. You don't give the controversial, or not the controversial, the um, disgruntled employee the microphone. Never. You, you never give the disgruntled employee the microphone. And that's what they've done. But controversy creates cash. have been taking, uh, uh, you know, they've been using uh, Eric Bischoff's book to help them come up with this. And now they've got sources inside of AEW saying that uh, his uh, that MJF's promo reeked of desperation. And I, I just wonder, I just wonder who might have said that because that totally sounds like a Brian Danielson thing. That totally sounds like he would say something like that. But everybody's in on the work now. All wrestlers in the back, it, it's it's all it's all work. They're all working it now. They're getting that questions asked about them. It's, it's, they're all working this thing now. Another thing that killed it for me was I saw on Twitter that after MJF left the crowd and everything, after the promo, someone put out a thing that CM Punk approached him backstage after the promo. I'm going, nah, you don't make it sound like he went back to the locker room to hang out with the boys after yeah. doing this. He fucking left town. He's out of here. Yeah, he left he town. can't report that because that ruins it too. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's just... It's intriguing, but it needed to just a few little things to keep the intrigue there needed to be done. Oh, I mean, even in From the an world, outsider's perspective, I'm saying this. Even in the world of kayfabe, you can make something feel, feel pretty real. Uh, you remember back when The Shield first started coming around, Roman and, and uh, Mox and, and Seth Rollins, right? How they just come through the crowd and they just whoop somebody's ass and they leave through the crowd. Right. I mean, I mean, they, and they come out of nowhere too. No, unannounced, they just come out of the crowd and they whoop somebody's ass and they leave. I love a good through the crowd attack. That's and... what this promo should have been. This they should have been, they should have been setting up something. Uh, a caliber should have been talking about Friday night or something, or they should have been getting ready to go over. To highlights from uh, Double or Nothing, and that's when MJF gets. You hear a big crowd, a crowd roar, and MJF's in the ring, and he's talking, and he's t- and he's telling this story. That's why how it should have been. Don't give him the music. Don't give him the music. Don't give him the chance to come out there and be disgruntled, and tell a bunch of shit you don't want to be told. Right. Because everything that MJF hit on is what the internet marks talk about. Talk about like, it. You almost, you know, it's a, they needed to do a thing where, like I said, he comes through the crowd, he sneaks in, he bought a ticket, whatever, hops the mm-hmm. barricade, you know, fights his way past security. Who, even though they know who he is, they're still trying to stop him because they, you know, he's not supposed to be there. He's banned, yeah. whatever, you know. And so he tries to take a mic. You know, he can take Justin Roberts' mic or whatever. Well, they cut that. He needed to start using like the camera mic and just yelling, yelling into it, it. At least just for the TV audience at home. Yeah, you might not get your crowd in the stadium or arena, whatever the fuck it is, quite engaged with it. But it would give it that feel of you're not supposed to be doing this right now. Yeah, and, and that, that's what they're lacking. That's that's what this whole thing is lacking. Is is the you're not supposed to be doing this. That, that this is this is a. Uh, it, it, it doesn't have that shoot element to it anymore. And yeah, they cut the mic, but how long did he talk before they cut the mic? 
Right. I mean, he, he talked for 10 minutes. Before they cut the mic? Before they cut the mic, he, cut, he, he talked for almost yeah. 10 minutes. I'd say the first time he did something negative, they should have been cutting that mic. Yeah. Keep it quick and simple. Yeah. And, and the way he left on Sunday night, he left on a stretcher. The way he left on Sunday night suggested he we was not going to see him again for a while. And, it, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. they got contract negotiations going on. It makes sense for him to go away for a while. But no, he's on him the next night because he's a disgruntled employee, and Tony Collins just gives him the microphone. Hey, go out there and trash me, bud. Yeah. No, it's Do they thing. have contract negotiations going on right now? Because I saw that his stuff wasn't up until 2024. Well, he, signed, he actually signed a new deal. See, not on his quote-unquote rookie contract anymore. He actually signed a new deal. Okay. And and because WWE guys are coming in and being quote unquote treated better than he is, you know he took that from the internet too. That's what they're negotiating because and so he's trying to renegotiate. He's trying to renegotiate a contract okay. he's he's already signed. Gotcha. Right, because he knows his worth, and quite frankly, quite frankly, he's going to be he's going to be world champion before he's thirty. Has he been there since day one, essentially? He is. He's a day one guy. Okay. Yeah, he's a day one guy. He's a pillar. I couldn't quite remember how long. Yeah. I thought. Oh, no, no, that's right. Because I remember him being announced at that outdoor thing. That mm-hmm. they did. Yeah, he's a pillar. Um, and Tony knows he can't let MJF go to WWE. Tony knows that. And... MJF knows that. Someday, though. I It'll think it happen. will. I think it will happen one day. MJF knows he knows he's got Tony right by the balls when it comes to his contract. They call it, you know, it's then people call him unprofessional. I don't think it's unprofessional at all. You know what I mean? The guy knows his worth. The guy knows his worth. And should you work out your contract? Sure. But you know your worth. And you negotiate some, some uh, negotiated deal that's good for you. I mean, it's almost kind of like the Tyree Kill situation we've got going on around here. Dude wanted, you know, a certain amount of money. He wanted to be the best paid wide receiver in the league. After some dude, I can't remember his name now, got some huge deal. Chiefs weren't quite willing to give him what they wanted, so he went off to Miami. And now he's all this stuff's coming out about how he thought that Kansas City was holding him back this year and trying to screw up his stats and all this negative shit going, you know, dude, no, that's not what happened at all. So it's almost, it's kind of reminding me a little bit of that for, you know, story wise versus real sports wise. Well, okay. I say real sports wise, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And, and, and it, and something like this is took straight from the NFL and, and the Tyree kill situation or, uh, like the Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray situation in Arizona, or Debo, Debo Samuel's out, out in San Francisco. I mean, it's taken straight from that. So, you know, there's some sort of there, there's some realness to it, and I'm sure, and there definitely is some realness to it. But, but to say that MJF that had to be leaked and MJF and Tony Khan were at odds and things like that, and I'm just like, I mean, you know what? It might have stemmed from something real. But it mm-hmm. might not be real anymore. No, I don't think it's real anymore. It definitely stemmed from something real, and it may it, it may still be real to a degree. Contract negotiations still the, might be going not on. Not to the extent. Not that. to the extent that uh, they're trying to portray right now. Uh, I, I mean, really, I, I just 
it just seems like the it seems like the start of the MJF baby babyface arc. It's what it seems like. It but and and it would require Tony. It would require the owner turning heel, and maybe your champion turning heel too. But it's it, it's it just sets up like the start of the MJF babyface arc. Now I might be totally wrong about that. That's just the feeling I have from it. I mean, it's the joy of fantasy booking. Mm-hmm. You got this good feeling. You put it out there. It sounds fun, but it might not happen. It might not happen. It just it's just how it feels. Now with uh, punk getting, punk being hurt, who knows how? I wonder long if he, that's completely screwed all of it. I'm just wondering because I feel like punk had a major hand in this. I feel like punk is tied to this angle some way. Uh, with punk now uh, he. It's for those you don't know, he CM Punk was hurt on Monday night. Whether it be in a stage dive or actually in the ring, he got hurt. It, it and they're going to be and they will be crowning an interim champion at uh, Forbidden Door. But the winner of it, but they're going to have a battle royal on Wednesday to determine who faces John Moxley at the end of the night. So whoever wins a battle royal wins an ass whipping at the end of the night. How did John Moxley get thrown into all this? He's the number one contender. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mox is the number one contender. That makes sense, then. Yeah. So they're basically trying to come up with two number one contenders now. Right. Yeah, they want they want the number one contender to fight somebody. So that way... So this, the Battle uh, Royal is going to give us number one contender 2.0. Right. Battle Royal is going to give us a number one contender, and that number one contender is going to go to Forbidden Door to fight somebody else. My guess it's going to be a New Japan guy. Either Tanahashi or uh, Okada. Somebody along those lines. Probably not Okada because he's the champion. Tanahashi could be Naito. But that's what I'm thinking. That they will fight somebody from New Japan for the for the interim championship. Well, hey, at least Red doesn't have to worry about throwing her TV out the window. When no. CM Punk versus whoever it was. Who did it was, she not ta- want to it was Tanahashi. Tanahashi, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Hiroshi Tanahashi. She didn't. She didn't want Punk to beat Tanahashi, so Tanahashi. now she doesn't have to worry about that happening. She loves Hiroshi. Your, your TV is safe. She loves Hiroshi Tanahashi, and uh, the, yeah, the guy has universal charm. He's pretty. Oh, no, he's a cool dude. I like him. He's a pretty man. He's a pretty man. Yeah. He is. He's a pretty man. But I don't know how long CM Punk's going to be out. Uh, it seemed like tonight he was moving around pretty good on his knee. He was limping on it. Which leads me to believe that it's not an ACL tear. It's not an ACL or MCL. That it could be a meniscus. This is all speculation. I'm no doctor. God knows I'm far, the farthest thing from the doctor I, that you'll ever see. I'm just going off of football injuries and how the players react to the same type of injuries that wrestlers do. Uh, ACL, MCL. If it's an ACL or MCL, he he's going to be in a brace. And he's going to be on crutches. Yep. 100%. He was not, he, he was in neither. So it leads me to believe it's a meniscus. A meniscus tear, which is not as bad. You're looking six or eight weeks being out. So, CM Punk dodged a bullet, basically. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, yes. And, uh. He will get a he will get his title shot when he's healthy. He will get a chance to uh, unite the championships. But it all depends. But uh, he will fight the interim champion to 
unify the championships when the time comes. So, speedy recovery to CM Punk. Because I was looking forward, I was looking forward to a CM Punk title reign to see where it goes. I am not the biggest CM Punk fan in the world. I like the guy, but I'm not a huge super fan of CM Punk. Like some of you might believe, I am not. So, do you think they just put the title on Moxley just to immediately drop it back to Punk when he's get back when he gets back? Because Moxley's already had it before. It's not going to really. It's just going to give him numbers and stats at this point, not necessarily hurt him as a competitor to hold and then lose this title again. Here's the thing. I don't think it's going to be Moxley. You don't think he's going to, you think it's going to be whoever wins the battle royal? I think it's going to be whoever wins the battle royal because you got to think Moxley's in a program with Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society. And I think whatever that happens in that match, it's going to be overbooked. And whoever wins the battle royal is going to, win that match. Now, it could just be, it could be Brian Danielson that wins and they and Danielson and Moxley fight. And Danielson get the best of Moxley this time. And Danielson goes on to beat whoever at Forbidden Door and then faces CM Punk. That could be a possibility. I could see it. I could see it too. But if it's not Danielson, it's whoever's going to win that battle royal will win this match because the Jericho Appreciation Society will screw John Moxley out of it. I don't see Punk going over on Moxley any day of the week. I just, the only reason I thought about it was just because he's held, he held the belt for a long time. It won't necessarily hurt him to lose it just to drop the belt right back to Punk to give Punk his reign when he comes back. Because I think if you put it on anybody else, it's almost kind of like, oh, here, you're just going to hold this and be a paper champion for a while. You, could, you, you really could don't be, matter. You might be on to something right there. You that's might be that's on the something. only reason I'm going along with my thinking of it. but You might be on to something right there. I could, I can see that. I can see that. I just, I just don't know that, that they would ever view Moxley as a transitional champion. But then again, Moxley might do it for Punk. But it's, The reason I think they could look at him as a transitional champion is he's had the belt before. He's had his run. He's established. You don't want to go and put the belt like back on Hangman, say. God no. Because that would just be pointless. And be I think pointless. if you put it on anybody else, for you know, unless it's going to be a six to nine month run. I don't. If it was going to be that I, long, I, I think it would just it would be detrimental to put it on anybody for that little amount of time, and really just not do anything with it because you just know it's going to go right back on Punk. Yeah. That's my only thing. And and. I would hate for Moxley to. I, I would hate for Punk to beat Moxley. For Maybe that, now. but but I, I see I see your I see your point of view on that too. What if it becomes a thing where whoever's got the belt, Punk's face right now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and Moxley's kind of just whatever. Yeah, Moxley's. I in... think he's technically supposed to be a heel, but right. Moxley's Moxley's, ba- Moxley's Moxley's the baby face. Now, oh, sorry, Danielson, Danielson Danielson's the tweener. Danielson's the oh, tweener yeah, right now. Right. See, I don't know. Because then if you're talking about MJF getting a face run, whoever... They don't need to do... See, they don't need to do MJF's face run for another six months to a year. 
because he because we just got Wardlow turned babyface because of MJF. Well, no, I'm I'm talking about just whenever Punk comes back, MJF gets involved somehow, and that's what makes his turn. I mean, that could, that could that could be. That I'm, could I'm be trying to think too, like yeah. how it would work with depending on who the champion is, but mm-hmm. that's just way too much booking from my brain for someone who doesn't even watch AEW. Let's make Sean Spears. So let's make Sean Spears an interim champion. Oh no, he deserves so much better than that. But see, that's what I'm talking about. If you were to put the title on someone like freaking Dilly, like what would the point of it be? Like it would make it's a true. few people happy, but then we would just get pissed off knowing it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. It's very true. It, it, that's very true. I mean, you, you'd hate to put that. Uh, you'd hate for an upcomer to win that battle royal, and somehow or another beat John Moxley, and then hold on, win the championship for six or eight weeks, possibly two months, and then turn around and lose it to Punk, and kill. Well, that's everybody. what I think. Kill, Moxley kind of just makes sense. And then you just you have some sort of interference that helps Punk win the belt back, just See, to keep everybody looking strong. Yeah, Moxley or Danielson makes perfect sense in that role. Either guy, yeah. either guy, either one of those two guys make perfect sense in that role because they both have credibility. Right. Even though they haven't won, even though Danielson hasn't won AEW gold, but he, he's been, he is a what, five or six time world champion. Yeah. Right. See, I don't think Danielson needs to necessarily win AEW gold. Would people he like doesn't. to see it? Sure. But at this point in his career, he's one of those guys he doesn't need a title. And that's why it would work for him to win it for a six or eight week period. And then right. turn around, and drop it to Punk. Yeah, either one of those two, I could see yeah. it working. Uh, it would be cool to see the two Blackpool Combat Club guys fight it out. Will or you to be a special guest referee? I would like to see that. But yeah, I, 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 I my, my pick for next week is either going to be it, Moxley or Danielson. One of the two is going to win it. Danielson I wins. Heard Regal the, Danielson got the yell blood and guts the other night. Yes, he did. He got the yell blood and guts. It was fantastic. That. It was fantastic. You missed it. It was. It was. It took me back to old NXT days. I just feel like War Games has a better flow to it. It does. It does. But still, Regal got to Regal got to scream blood and guts, and I was like, "Ooh, yes." When's that happening? Uh, it happens on the 29th. It happens after Forbidden Door. Okay. It's just gonna be on a Wednesday, though, right? It's not like a weekend thing. Yeah, it's on Wednesday. Yeah. It's on. Hopefully, it's better than last year's. Yeah, it'd about guarantee it'd be better than that one. Cause that, oof, that match was rough. Yeah. Yeah, that match had its spots where it was good, but then again, it had its spots where it was just so bad. And it's because I'm, of Chris Jericho. I'm really intrigued to see how Cody does in a match like Hell in the Cell without blood. Who's to say he won't do it without blood? Uh, Who's to say Cody wouldn't go hard way himself? Because you're not supposed to. You mean Cody wouldn't run himself into a pole and try to break himself open that way? You know Cody would try. I mean, if he could do it, make it look as fake as possible, he can't be blading himself. I bet bet Cody gets color. I bet money Cody gets color. Oh, I mean, I'm sure he will, but and it's just I, not going to be the way he's used to do it. I bet he gets color. Uh, he's going to try every way in the world to get color in that match. Bet money he will. Stupid. Like, I like blood. I like gore, but I like it to be authentic. We've talked about this. Well, yeah, we, we, yeah, I'd like for it to be authentic, too, but I bet he talks Vince into letting him blood. You know, if Vince, if Vince trusts you enough, he'll let you do it. 
Mm, he got mad at Batista and Jericho once. He got mad at Batista and Triple H too. Batista didn't care. Triple H didn't, and Triple H knew he'd be all right. Oh no, I think Batista was paying everybody's fines. Yeah, because it was his fault, but he didn't care. Yeah, yeah, that was at a house, that was at a house show too. Yeah, that was at a house show. They said Jericho was telling that story. It was at a house show. I mean, it happened several times. Yeah, Jericho about got fired that night because of it. Yeah, just it. Like I said, I mean, I don't mind a little bit of blood, but I like my blood to be authentic. I think Cody's going to get hard. I, I think Cody's going to get colored in that match. I, there's just no way Cody won't. I mean, it, it it makes sense for a Hell in the Cell match for there to be some. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in a match like that, God, you got to have it. I feel like if there's any match that involves weapons, maybe not so much a ladder match. kind of just depends. But, like, I don't know. As I was thinking back to the Ziggler-Harper ladder match. I mean, those guys were fucking busted everywhere. Uh, but it was all done on accident. Well, it was just scrapes from the ladder and stuff. Well, I feel like if you're going to use a chair... I mean, not, they don't use chairs nowadays like they used chairs back in the old attitude era where they just cracked everybody upside the fucking head with it. Well, that's because we know about concussions and CTE now. Yeah. But in a match like uh, in a match like Hell in a Cell, I, I feel like I feel like if you don't get color, you're doing that match a disservice. And uh, to my knowledge, I don't think anybody's got any color in that match ever. Maybe Mick Foley, and that was by pure dumb luck that happened to him. I'm trying to think, it just, it, it kind of just depends on where the story inside the cell goes. I think was Triple H. No, that wasn't Hell in the Cell. That was Batista and Jeff Hardy was in Hell in the Cell. Not Batista. Who the fuck did Jeff Hardy fight in Hell in the Cell a few years ago? Randy. Seth. Randy. No, Randy. Thought Randy. That's right. He thought Randy. That's right, because Randy ripped out his earrings mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. Speaking of Jeff Hardy. I've been hearing shit about him. Yeah, too. yeah. Let's talk about Jeff Hardy for a little bit. So, Sunday night, Jeff, uh, Jeff is Jeff looks lethargic on Sunday night. Not going to lie, he looks lethargic. He looks slow. Uh, I've heard he looked awful. He looked awful on Sunday night. Now, and that was before he got kicked in the head and and knocked him out of the match. It, it knocked him out. He was out. He yeah, was Matt out. Says he doesn't remember the match. Yeah, he was out for about uh, he was out for about ten seconds or so. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Bucks knocked him out. But before then, he was he 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 seemed like he was off. He wasn't his normal energetic self. You know, you know how Jeff Hardy is when he's when he's wide open. You know, he's energetic and whatnot. He wasn't. Well, he wasn't his normal. Twenty twenty energetic Jeff is a lot different. Well, than yeah, back today, a little, Jeff. little bit, little different, but still, he's got energetic still, Jeff runs at about fifty percent these days. Yeah, well, I mean, he still got good, good energy. He still got good energy. <laughs> That's good though. for him. Yeah, still got good energy. But the Jeff Hardy I saw on Sunday was not the Jeff Hardy I seen weeks prior to that. He looked slow. He was very unresponsive. Too many crazy bumps. Well, I think that uh, I, I ain't gonna speculate on nothing. He he was just he was just off his game. He was off his game a little bit on Sunday, and it caused him to get knocked out. When you're off well, your game, something just, like that happens. Like a few days before that, did, didn't he do a swanton onto the stairs? Yeah, he done a swanton on the stairs. 
That looked rough. And that looked nasty. It it, it, it yeah it, it looked very nasty. And and Matt's going to protect his brother because that's what big brothers do. So I, I don't know. I hope Jeff. I hope it's just Jeff having an off night. That's all, that's what I hope. I mean, I think he's banged to hell. I really do. Oh, he's I definitely think banged he's to hell. Overworked himself since going back to AEW. Oh, he's definitely banged his body up. There's the no doubt about it. Off, and I think he feels like he needs to. I mean, this is just me speculating, but I feel like he needs. He feels like he needs to work at a different pace than what he was doing in WWE. Oh well, yeah, and he's taking crazier bumps than he ever did in, the, in WWE. Right, and he. I don't want him doing the swanton anyway. Not only for his sake, but goddamn the poor people he is landing on because he doesn't give a fuck. Anymore. No, he's he he hits stiff now. Because it helps him. Yeah, it helps him. Exactly, he hits stiff. He hits stiff because it helps him. It helps his back. Just, I, you know, I am the biggest Jeff Hardy fan out there. He has been my guy since I started watching wrestling. So I will always hold a soft spot in my heart for Jeff Hardy. I might have moved on to Dolph Ziggler, but Jeff Hardy is always there. I want to see him retire. I would like to see him be able to move and play with his kids as they grow up. He's got the two young daughters. You know, he's got a wife. I just, I'm ready to see him hang it up for at least really, really, really limit his work. He does not need to be going out there weekly and doing those swans. Uh, that's the thing. He needs to realize that he is not. He's not. He's 20, not twenty-two or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's not twenty-two Back years in the old anymore. 90s and early two thousands when he was doing swantons off of ladders through tables and. I think he's thirty. He's been through enough. He has his demons. I just I worry about him. Yeah, I was worried about him too on Sunday, and I seen him tonight, and he wasn't. It, it didn't seem like he was much better. Oh, was he there tonight? Yeah, he was, was there. He was there tonight. tonight. He was there. He was in the crowd watching uh, uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse. Was it was it Ricky and Powerhouse? Was beat ever living hell out of somebody? Yeah, it was Ricky and Powerhouse. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, it, it was Ricky Starks <laughs> and Powerhouse Hobbs just beating ever living hell out of somebody, and they were out in the crowd watching them beat the ever living hell out of somebody, he and. Stay home. I mean, I know he was doing some like concert somewhere. I think AEW streamed it onto one of their social medias or whatever. No, I'm, I was wrong. It was the it was the Bucks and Lucha Brothers. They that beating hell out of each other. Now I'm right. I had to correct myself. Now I'm good. Go ahead. I just he needs to be a limited engagement guy. He needs to start giving himself like the Undertaker schedule, where he just shows up for the big shows. Well, he's definitely for the sake of his body. I mean, that dude has like no knees already. It's painful for me to watch him walk. He just he doesn't have the stamina anymore to do a full match. I think that's kind of what was hurting him towards the end of his WWE run. Is he the shape that he is in now? He needs to be in a tag team. So at least he's back with Matt now. But Matt's not in much better shape either because he's been through the same shit Jeff has. I mean, he might have cooled it a little bit sooner than Jeff ever did to give himself a little bit better of a movement in his body right now than Jeff does. But I just, I don't know. It's, just, it's a tough one for me. So I said, this guy's been my guy since day one. 
I just, I hate to see him not being able to perform because I know it's what he wants to do. And he's never going to be able to tell himself no. He's It's going to be one of those situations where it's either just going to get to the point where something tragic happens to him or somebody convinces him, hey, you don't need to be doing this anymore. Yeah. I just, I don't think he has it in himself to say, no, I can't do this anymore because he loves to do it. He loves the people. He knows the people love him. He feels like the people need, expect it of him. I just, I don't want to see him get hurt. I don't care what company he is in. I don't want, like, I, just even in his WWE rerun, this isn't me knocking on AEW saying they're not letting him, you know, they're, no, they're doing bad by him. But even just in his WWE, doing the little matches that he would do on TV, I was freaking out every time because he just looked slow, in pain. Yeah. And just the people he was squishing with the swantons because he doesn't, they're not clean anymore because he just can't. He can't, yeah. Physically. I mean, he can still perform them, but physically he has to land them differently in order to keep himself from like just dying, essentially. Well, that's the same. That your thought process from Jeff Hardy is the same process I have with Sting, because every time I see Sting climb up on a fucking balcony and jump off on a bunch of dudes, I'm just like, "What the hell are you doing? You're sixty. You're you're like old. You're sixty years old." Right, and now he's injured too. And now he's injured too. I'm just like, what the hell are you doing, Sting? You're 60 years old. I mean, don't I mean, do that. I mean, it's cool that you no-sell the chair shot. That's what Sting would do. That-that's what the character Sting would do is no-sell no sell a chair shot, turn around, look at the guy, and scream at him. That's what the old Sting would do. But don't... You're not Jeff Hardy. Don't get on the damn balcony and jump off onto a bunch of dudes. I don't you like it. You need to tell Jeff Hardy that he's not Darby Allen. Right. Let Darby Allen do all the shit. He's yeah. young. Yeah, let Darby do all it. Let Darby do all that crazy shit. Let Darby let. I mean, pass the torch to Darby. You know, just it, it's the. Uh, and I get it. You don't want to let fans down, and and I know why. Jeff still acts crazy because, like you said, everybody loves him and he knows it, and you don't want to let anybody down. But at some point in time, you just got to change your style. Matt did. At some point in time, you've got to change your style. I mean, you look right. at look at all these old high flyers that are still in the game. You take a look at Matt. Matt changed his style. AJ Styles exponentially changed his style. AJ right. Styles went from almost a spot monkey to what he is now. Uh, Ray Mysterio, another guy, has changed his style quite a bit. You know, you, you, these high flyers. Jericho. Jericho changed his style. The, these high flyers. You, you, you can't take the bumps you did when you were 20. And these old guys have have changed their styles through the years. They've figured this out. And that's I mean, how they're able to wrestle into the 50s. a great match without high flying. Because he's a good grappler, too. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. Yeah, it, You know, honestly, if Jeff done the Ricky Morton thing, where Jeff just got in there and has got the crap kicked out of him for seven minutes and he's just selling an ass whipping that's all jeff's got to do he can do it and he can do it jeff knows how to sell jeff can sell like a mug they say jeff's a good seller yeah he can sell and if he just sell an ass whipping like ricky morton used to do he just sell that ass whipping he's still over and he's still telling a story you don't have to he doesn't have to do all this crazy shit anymore 
He just get in there and sell that ass whipping. That's all he's got to do. Save the swantons for the pay-per-views. Yeah. And just keep them in the ring. Yeah. You don't need to be landing them on stairs and ramps and floors and just keep them to the ring. Sell that ass whipping and make it hot tag the mat. That's what you've done for years. I just do it again. I know how much he loves his kids and just I want him to be able to have a fulfilling life with his kids. I just I always kind of think of Andy Rourke or no, what's his name? Andy Andy Rourke? And the wrestler? And the wrestler, yeah. Is Andy Rourke his name? I think so. I'm saying it out loud, it doesn't sound right, but it's what my brain's thinking of. But it's his character that guy who's the the wrestler, the movie The Wrestler. I just mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen to people. I mean, I know it's a different era and everything, but I just there's certain people out there that I just fear that happening for them because they can't give it up. And, that, that, and you know, that's me. I don't want to see any of these guys get to where they can't walk because they went too hard into their 40s. Especially because now these days there are so many different roles wrestlers can transition themselves into. Yeah. Fuck. Apparently, Curtis Axel's working for WWE again. Yeah, backstage. He, he's working he's backstage. He's up for Monday night. He made his Monday night Raw debut in a suit. I they're going, wait a minute. Is that Curtis fucking Axel? It is. I just, my brain was just like, what? Yep. That was Curtis Axel. There's so many different things that Jeff Hardy can do. He can write entrance music. Just anything to keep his body from just completely deteriorating more than it already has. Because I really do. I just worry about him. Well, with with good reason, with good reason. Right. Uh, it's it's he's 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 still his problem is he's got too much pride. Still thinks he's twenty. He still thinks he's in his twenties. He still thinks he can do the things he used to do in his twenties. And I mean, it's not just never, him either. Like, no, I it's other guys. Xavier Woods gets in the ring because I worry about him reblowing out his Achilles because I know Achilles are tough. Mm-hmm. I worry about Dolph Ziggler and concussions. I was. Freaking out when Tegan Knox was making her main roster run, thinking she was going to blow out her knees again. Just it's, anybody with a history of anything, I just I worry about them when they're in the ring. A lot. And you have to you you have to you have to kind of think about you know think about what what they've been going through. Uh, I just Jeff needs a I mean I know he needs to slow down, but he never will. He's he's gonna be doing this till the day he retires. He's gonna be jumping off shit till the day he retires. I mean, I just hope he makes it to the day he retires, and then it's not something else that gets him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Or to where he's forced to retire. I want him to make the choice to retire. Right. But I don't know. I said limit it, limit the engagements. Just slow down. Work that slow Brock Lesnar schedule. Not even that. Do, do the Taker schedule where he only shows up once a year. And people are still gonna love you. Work the work exactly. the Brock Lesnar schedule. People are still gonna love you if they see you twice. If they see you twice in two months, they're still going once a month. They're gonna they're gonna still love you. He will forever have the nostalgia pop. Yeah. So he doesn't have to work. He could show up once every six years and get the nostalgia pop. He could. People will know who he is. Mm-hmm. He could. But I don't know. That's yeah. just my thinking on him. I worry. Yeah, yeah. I can see why you do. I can see why you do. Um, anything we need to touch upon on 
Raw or SmackDown. Uh, I think WWE is just going to hand the Intercontinental Championship to uh, Walter next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no way in hell. There's no way. No way in hell Ricochet's beating him. Right. So it's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good, you know, Ricochet's going to be able to use his speed for a while, but then one chop from Gunther and he's going yeah. down. Yeah, one chop's also going to take. So uh, then he's going to sell the fuck out of it. He should. So next week. It's going to be good. Next week, you'll have a new Intercontinental Champion. It's going yep. to be Gunther. Yep. Be a new Intercontinental Champion. And he's going to hold on to it for 800 days. Yep. No one else is going to have no it. One else is gonna get t- no one else is going to get close to it. Because he's hopefully gonna, he defends he's, it a lot, though. Yeah, hopefully he defends it a lot. Yeah. Because when Shinsuke had it, it didn't get defended. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing for a whole. I mean, he, was, he was working a tag team while he was the champion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I want to see like Sami Zayn go out there and try to fight Gunther and just all this stuff. It's gonna be great. Oh, Sammy wouldn't do it. His character wouldn't allow him to do it. If he gets forced into it, though. And if he gets forced into it, that could happen. If the he Usos gets into it. try to challenge him to step up in order to be a part of the bloodline to make him an Zeus. I mean, Sami Zayn calling Kevin Owens Zeus. That broke me. Oh, God, that's so funny. That was the best thing I've ever seen. It was so funny. Oh, it was so good. I love when those two are together. Sammy and Kevin are gold. Oh, that was the best thing I've ever seen. I've missed the two of them together. I hadn't realized it until then, but I've missed the two of them together. Uh, but see, so yeah, with Hell in the Cell this weekend. Any predictions for that? Cody will be good. Any predictions for that? Because no, uh, no world championship match. Which I'm okay with. Let something else take center stage for a while. So Cody and uh, Seth is is the main event. You have no. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, you have no world title. You have no tag team championships being defended on the show. There, yeah, the, I'm surprised something didn't come up the, tonight. The only, the only championship, show. the only championship being held on the show, the only championship match being held on the show is Theory versus uh, Ali for the United States that'll Championship, and that'd be a good match. That'd be a good one. Didn't did does when does Natalia face Ronda? Right, because didn't Natty win the match tonight? Yeah. Is that not at the Hell in the Cell? It might be a Hell in the Cell. Yeah, you might be right. It might be a Hell in the Cell. So it'd be two matches then. Three matches. I'm sorry. The two women's matches and then the United States title. I forgot about the, I forgot about the Raw Women's Championship. And the clusterfuck of a mess that's it, that is right now. Eh. Things will be better when Bailey comes back. Everything's better with Bailey. They We need Bailey back. I'm yes, so ready do. for her to be back. We miss you, Bailey. Everything. But I think... Everything's better with Bailey. Go to SmackDown, I think, because they've got Oscar, Becky, and Bianca mm-hmm. on Raw. I feel like Bailey would make it too many top people on Raw. They need somebody else on SmackDown. Now, you think Bailey come back as a babyface with the same shitty attitude, except it, except this time toward heels? Maybe. I would just, just for the hell of it, I want to see her come back with the Bailey Buddies just once, just to see how people react. Mm-hmm. And just see if, like, maybe watch her play it that way. I mean, she doesn't have to go, like, full hugger. But I'd like to hear her old music, see the Bailey Buddies, and just have her come out. And, like, she's kind of acting like she's going to be goody-goody and then just turn. Yeah. I don't know. 
Because with Rhonda being babyface, I think you need Bailey as a heel. But she comes back and maybe pretends to be a babyface for a little bit. Yeah, there isn't too... And she's going to get the, you've been gone for a while, we missed you, we appreciate you, pop. So let her play with it for a couple weeks. And then do something dastardly. Yeah, you could. You could. But, I don't know. I just I just also selfishly kind of miss the Bailey buddies. I'm curious to what you think about who is going to be Max Dupree's first client. Well, apparently that's changed because it was uh, it was Mace and Mansoor, but apparently that's changed. So I have no clue who it is now. There's been some rumors floating around today that a certain someone is returning to WWE. Have you seen these rumors? I have not seen these rumors. Enlighten me on these rumors. The old Swiss man. Cesaro? Mm Mm-hmm. Could be Cesaro. I am... The idea of it is kind of intriguing to me. Imagine him coming out in his suits like he used to do. His pull-away suits. Because he's supposed to be a, you know, male model or whatever. I mean, Cesaro's got the looks. He can pull it off, especially when he was doing, like, that James Bond suit get-up. Mm-hmm. Have him coming out dressed all nice. That's all he has to do. He doesn't have to go full-on, like, fashion model like Breeze did. Just have him look nice. Because Cesaro's got the looks with the bald head and everything, and, like, you get the good, like, nice sunglasses on him and stuff. He could pull it off. Yeah, he could. I think it could work. And, like I said, bring back the pull-away suits. And you give some. I think it could work. And you give Cesaro something that he's never had before, which is a mouthpiece. Right, and I think that would be the. I mean, like Cesaro's, he he's hit or miss on the mic for me. He can have it, and then sometimes he doesn't. Where I think this would be good for him. I mean, think how good Cesaro was when he had Zeb Coulter. Yeah. And I know that was a whole controversial gimmick and all that kind of shit. Whatever the un-American or all Americans, not the un-Americans. All Americans, or whatever they called themselves. Yeah, it's the Americans. Yeah. But um, I, I, I think it would be good, and I would think he'd be a good person for L.A. Knight. That he would. That he would. He'd be a really good person for L.A. Knight. You have to bring in someone that the people know, because I mean, right now, you know, Max Dupree, L.A. Knight is essentially kind of unknown. Because he really wasn't in NXT all that long. No, he wasn't. Maybe like, what, year and a half? If that. The most? If that. If that. So, he's relatively an unknown dude. So you can't stick him with a relatively unknown dude. Yeah. So matching him with someone like Cesaro that people do like... I think would be really good for both of them. Because LA Knight's a good talker. Yeah, he is. He's one of the best talkers in the business. Which is why I'm kind of, you know, everyone's all mad. Like, oh, why isn't he in a wrestling role? This is a good role for him. Yes. Because, I mean, he's only... He's mediocre in the ring. He's not great, but he's not bad. He's just average, really, to me. And anybody tell you, you get a role like this where you don't have to take bumps. That's the role you want. I mean, look at Malcolm Bivens. You know, he's in uh, he's uh, Stokely, uh, Stokely Hathaway again in AEW. 
I saw that. Yeah. I'm happy to see him, too, because he's a damn hell of a talker. Right. Ember Moon is now in AEW. I saw that, too. Yeah. It's good to see Ember Moon back. Athena. It's good to see Athena back. She seems happy about it. She, yeah, she does seem... She, she seems happy about it. She uh, lent some uh, credibility to that uh, AEW women's division, which was uh, severely lacking credibility. Um, she, th- that's she, another set of rumors here that we need to discuss. I just remembered now. What's that? Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. I heard that Rosa... Yeah, the, the, I heard the, the story was that Rosa's not happy either with her contract mm-hmm. or with not being on TV. That's what right. she's not happy with, not being on TV. And you can't blame her. Right. Well, because wasn't the rumors that they sent her home because she was ill or something the other day? Yes. And then now all this is coming out? Mm-hmm. That she's really just not happy with her booking? Because she's a champ, right? Yes, she's their champion. How many women's championships does AEW have? Two. Okay, I was reading something they were talking about how they were saying like their main titles not as strong as their two other titles like, wait two other titles how many titles do they have for the women no the the uh, women's championship the the AEW women's championship right now currently is not as strong as the TB, TBS championship okay that's what I, I thought they only had two that's why i was just really confused they're using the TBS championship right now they're using the, uh, that championship to build up Jade Cargill and i think Jay's like 33 and 0 with it now they're using that championship to build her up. To Which, I mean, that's fair. That's star. fine. That's what you're supposed to do with a mid-card title. But you can't... Unless, for some reason, your main champion, kind of like Roman, they're just not... He's taking a break, so you focus on these other titles, but you got Thunder Rosa, who's perfectly fine, and they're just not using your main champion. Because it's not like they're choosing not to use Roman Reigns right now. Dude's taking a breather. He deserves it. It's fine. We don't need the main title all the time. I kind of like when the main title goes away for a little bit. So you can focus on your US, your ICs, your TBS, your, I don't know, what other, what, TNT? TNT Championship. Yeah. You know, focus on those titles. Your tag team divisions. Stuff like that for a while. Take a breather from your big belts. But you can only take a breather from your big belts if they've been heavily focused on, and they don't really seem to do that with their women's division that much. No, they don't. They don't. And it's it's. I like Thunder Rosa. I think Rosa is uh, extremely talented, and right. she, she can do way more in the ring than what they what they let her do. Uh, but you know, you've got uh, Akara Shida there. I mean, there's a handful of girls that are good, but the majority of them aren't. Uh, I almost kind of forget, just being an outsider, that Britt Baker's still not the champion, because she's all I still hear about. Yeah. Well, Britt's face that division. Britt is the face of that division. 100% is the face. Now, do you think she should have won the Owen Hart thing? No, I thought Ruby Soho should have won it. That's something else I'm hearing, that people are kind of turning on Ruby, because they're really wanting Chris Statlander to win stuff. That, That was the thing. If you're not going to use Chris Statlander... Use Ruby to win it. But this should have been Chris Statlander. It really, honestly, it should have been Chris Statlander. But we didn't get about, we didn't get Statlander. We got, Ruby's, we got Ruby. What about um, Adam Cole? 
I had no problem with Cole. Cole needed a win. Who did he go up against? Uh, Joe. Oh, right, Joe. Uh, Cole, imagine if Joe and Ruby had run. Yeah. That would have been a thing. Now, uh, Cole needed a win. Adam Cole needed a win in a bad sort of way. Okay. Well, that's in I a bad sort of way. He needed it. He needed it. Since I've been hearing the rumblings about, I don't think it was necessarily, I think it was what, on Wednesday after the pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. Did Ruby fight Chris? Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Ruby. Uh, Ruby fought uh, Chris before the pay-per-view. Oh, before the pay-per-view. Yeah. Okay. I agree. If you had a chance to make Chris Statlander a star and you didn't do it. Yeah, and I, I I like Statlander. I like Chris Statlander a lot too. I think she's 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 hella talented. I think she I agree. yeah she needs to get rid of that uh, you know get rid of that alien gimmick which seems like she has now. She's got rid of right, it. I think the alien so, is gone. The alien is gone. So good for her. But uh, yeah, she's. She's a hell of a talent, and I just—it's they had a chance to really turn her into a star last weekend, and they didn't do it. I mean, that's what you're supposed to—I think—use something like a tournament like this to do. Yes, absolutely. I've always thought that's what you need to do with like the Andre at WrestleMania and mm-hmm. the oh whatever they started calling the women's version of it. If they ever start doing it again, just you need to use those. Well, I think they took that name away. It was that for a minute, and then they took it away. Yeah. Um. Those are the things you're supposed to, I feel like, use to build new stars. Is these kind of just random ass little tournaments, like the Dusty or the the breakout thing, like they're doing in NXT, and just the little things like that, like right. You know, you, those are things you don't need John Cena or Triple H or whoever the fuck winning, you know? No, we don't need them. We don't need them winning. We just need somebody to step out of the pack and jump out on, on paper to us. That's what we right. need. Right. No, I agree with that. That's what we need. Well, uh, this has been a good conversation about a lot of stuff tonight. But right. I th- I, uh, we are an hour in. I think I'm going to... Uh, think i'm gonna end it right there i think we've covered it i think we have covered i think we have covered it so so next week we will be discussing uh the uh, aftermath of hell in the cell and nxt nxt takeover in your house that i need to remember to watch yeah (laughs) because i keep forgetting that that's tomorrow night yeah that's tomorrow night and we'll be we'll be talking about that and if any anything Major comes out. We'll be talking about that too. Giving you some opinions on it. Go follow us out on Twitter. Make your voices known. Let us know what you like and what you don't like. It means a lot to us. It means a lot to us when you give us that feedback. It helps us grow. It helps us make this what we do better. And we have fun doing it. We do. We have, we have lots of fun doing it. We have lots of fun doing it. We would love to hear from some of you guys, some of you guys' opinions, and we do love to put them on here. So... Please, Fight please us. do it. Yell at us. Good please opinions, bad opinions. Yeah, don't matter. We're all wrestling, fan, wrestling fans in the end. Doesn't matter. 
I'm looking at you, Paige. We need another angry Paige voicemail. We do. We need need another angry Paige voicemail. That, that was. I fun. love when Paige gets fired up. That was fun. Yeah, that was. Yeah, she get fired up. She'll see. And Dumpin', we need another one from Dumpin' too. Yeah, Dumpin', yeah, we need another one from Scott too. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, we're gonna get out of here. Jenny, is there anything you'd like to leave the people as we're like to tell the people as we're leaving? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I am. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I got, I got nothing. My brain is empty. Well, we'll, we'll do, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll take it out the Cadillac way. Take it out the Cadillac way. Okay. Take it out the Cadillac way. I get a good breath here. Right, yeah. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs>